Hey, it's Cassidy Paris. And Tom Rogowski, and you're watching CMS TV. Rock on. Oh, yeah. It's Lynch Mob right here on your classic metal show from their self-titled release featuring Robert Mason on lead vocal. That's uh, When Darkness Calls. And uh, that one caught up. I request uh, Mark Russell in the chat room. And just before that, uh, we heard Riot City. And uh, that seemed to be a, a good rocking tune there. Never uh, discovered Riot City before, but that goes out to Paul Miles. Are you familiar with them at all? They kind of have that DOS, DOS sound along with uh, Astral Doors, kind of like that. Yeah, I I heard it and I didn't know who it was. I was doing exactly what I told what I told uh, Sal. I was hitting Shazam, looking for it. And you went Shazam, <laughs> Shazam. <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, that uh, that was Riot City with uh, Tyrant, and again, that's a band I not familiar with so yeah. uh, i'm glad that's been brought to my conscience and then uh for now working dale we heard tesla with don't de-rock me from the uh psychotic supper release right so uh, there you go that wraps up a few tunes for you and if sure. you want to get a song in just hit me up request at the classic metal show.com very good all right all right do you have anything to start off with well, I have plenty of stuff. Um, I have I have quite a few stories about Kiss, actually. Um, okay. Quite a, quite a few things going on in the Kiss world. Obviously, for a band that's retired, there's a whole lot of shit going on. All right. Um, first thing I'm going to start with is just some video that I saw. I don't know where this comes from, but this is really, really, really goofy. So. I don't know if you saw this, but Gene Simmons announced a solo, a solo tour now. Yes. I, I heard he couldn't wait to get out there and start performing even after kiss supposedly called it a day. Right. So on the, on the back end of that announcement, and we could talk about that too, if you want to, but on the back end of that announcement, somebody on X posted this video of Gene doing a solo thing. I've never seen this, but it is quite embarrassing. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. It's, it's short. It's only 30 seconds, but let me put this on the screen. You're, you're going to laugh your ass off when you see this because it's leisure suit gene. <laughs> it's, it's bizarre. And, then, and, the, and this was recent. I don't know when this is, but it's the, it's the hair that he has now. Okay. Yeah, he's got the John Travolta um, staying alive suit on. Yeah. Check this out. Okay. The rescue. Oh, yeah. One day that a girl named Sue Scott seen in Panda I'm her daddy, the kind of guy who just can't stand to see a little girl cry. Oh, yeah. Hit it! 
in the hell is going on here? Well, something tells me this isn't a Gene Simmons show. This is like somebody else's show, and he was asked to come out and just do a song or something. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking that's that's what that is. That, that, looks like, that looks like something you might see at like a Vegas review or something, and then he might be friends with whoever this is. And go, hey, Gene, why don't you come on out and like do a do a song for us? You know, do do one of our songs. This, this is kind of like that, uh, kind of like like that fifties kind of doo woppy era stuff. Uh, I don't know. He and he's just out there, just being goofy, just being Gene, I guess. But yeah, yeah. I just I saw this. And I was like, what the hell is? You know, is this the future of of Gene Simmons? I think this is just a guest spot. I think he he was he's probably friends with whoever it is, and he they just said, "Hey, you want to come out and you know do one of these old, one of these old fifties classics or something?" You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just a goofy thing that that I saw, and I was just like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure there's got to be some reference to where where this was at or what the circumstances were. But again, I'm, I'm going to bet this, this was not a quote unquote Gene Simmons show. Yeah. I'm, I'm not thinking that this is the solo thing that he's doing, but I mean, what the hell it's, it's just really, you know, you know the first taste that, that I got after, after Gene or after kiss is that and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> What do you mean when Kiss calls it quits? They called it quits, Skippy. They're not a band anymore. Do you mean when the Avatars call it quits? <laughs> All right, so more Kiss. Let me go All to right. this. Let me go to this this one. This will take a little longer. So um another something something that somebody posted. Um some more of these isolated vocals on Paul Stanley. All right. This this is clearly from the last tour. And wow. <laughs> I don't know what else to say on this, but wow. These are like soundboard recordings. Yeah. This is You gotta wonder how how does this stuff get out to the public? You know what I mean? I yeah. mean the, the, the sound man uh obviously has control over these recordings and whatnot it says like how did these get out there i mean you you would think that uh you know with kiss with the amount of money that they had they they would go after somebody like this in a big way it's like you know you you didn't have a right to you know leak those songs out there yeah. or these recordings out there or whatever the case may be knowing knowing gene and paul these days they probably just don't want to spend the money because they're done so yeah. they don't care that's the only thing I could think of is that they just don't care. But yeah, this is this is what you got if you were if you were going to those last shows. And it's like, wow. Yeah, it's a good thing there's plenty of loud music and pyrotechnics going off so yeah. you don't you don't concentrate on the, the naked vocals. There's plenty to hide here. <laughs> Wait till you hear this. Holy smokes. All right, here we go. So here's Paul Stanley. Um, all you really hear is the vocals and the drums on this. So check it out. It's, uh, it's kiss from the, from the, um, end of the road, I guess. Here we go. 
Pretty good, huh? Where was this recorded? I mean, obviously there isn't any any kind of an audience there. So is this like a is this a practice run or something? I don't know what this is. It it's looks like, like it's some sort of a I don't think it's a rehearsal. Maybe it's COVID time. Like a okay. like a uh opening or a halftime for like a football game during the COVID or something. All right. Because it's clearly in some kind of a stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, but it's obviously empty. they got the full the full stage thing going on there. So yeah. I don't think it's a rehearsal though, because because right. there's a zillion things of of Paul and of Kiss in sound check and they don't wear their gear. Okay. Half the time when they do sound check, that Gene shows up in a robe. You know, he shows up in like a bathrobe and just does it. So this is some sort of a performance. I don't know what this is, but it's brutal to listen to. All right. <laughs> Paul not sounding very good. They must have their sound engineer must have done a hell of a job to make this sound good. Holy cow. <laughs> All right. Here we go. You gotta lose your mind, destroy your mind, I'll see it. Get up, everybody's gonna move their feet. Get down, everybody's gonna leave their seat. Saturday night, just can't wait. 10 o'clock, going out of the See, did you see though in the background there were people? There, there are people, but it didn't seem like there was anything on the on the ground level. No, nothing there, but there's definitely people watching this live. <laughs> it, it, said, it looked like it said ducks on the, on the front yeah. of the stage. Maybe that's a minor league football team or USFL or something. I don't know. It's not oh, USFL, yeah. but I don't know what this is, but it's, um, it's terrible. <laughs> All right, here we go. First Start the cow! Pretty solid, huh? People are saying this is an Anaheim Ducks game. All right. An outdoor hockey game. All right. Okay. Well, that just goes to show you that, you know, when you mix it in with the music, you, you you know, you, you would never notice that. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think you'd notice that. They gotta just voice track that out. Don't you think that they're voice tracking it out completely? I mean, how could you... Is there an amount of amplification that you could do live to get rid of that awful sound? <laughs> well, like I said, with, with the music playing and, and all the pyrotechnics going on and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> you, you wouldn't notice it as much. As much, but that's pretty bad, man. Well, I agree. When it's isolated like that, I mean, it's, it's very evident what you're hearing. Yeah. Foreheady trunk. Vince Neal should give Paul some tips. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's a little more of this. Twelve o'clock. I got a rock, rock, rock. Yes, I slipped ahead. That's a fail. I know I'm gonna die. Why? Get up. Everybody's Just ouch. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it finally uh, dawned on him. It's like, all right, it's, it's time to really call it a day. Yeah, because that is really, really poor. <laughs> and I don't care, you know, in live, that would still sound like shit. I don't care how much amplification you put on this shit. Second of all, it's in a stadium, which is not notoriously good for having good sound either. Right. So, oh man, that would just be bad. That's not good. All right, so there you go. That's so far we've seen Gene Simmons uh, doing a lounge act and Paul Stanley doing a singer pretending he's a singer. <laughs> um, that leads to Paul Stanley. This is actually a couple weeks old, but I think it's a story we need to talk about. Paul says, did we talk about this, Paul, saying that people got the wrong impression of the avatars? No, I don't. I don't know what the story's about. All right. He, Paul is out there. You know, they are, they're getting murdered online, of course, for this, for the avatars. They are getting absolutely destroyed from the, the avatar story and from launching that. So. Paul goes on to wherever ultimate classic rock and says that people got the wrong idea. And I don't know, we can read some of it, but, but here's the, here's the deal. They're the ones that gave the only idea of it. Yeah. Well, nobody be aware of it unless they launched that, uh, you know, the, uh, what do you want to, the announcement of it. Yeah, the announcement in the 10-minute video was showing what it was. Now, here, 
this is this is where these guys reinvent history to try to make themselves look good with this announcement if kiss really wanted to do this right what they should have done is put down dropped some kind of a curtain or something at the end of the show that said the future of kiss isn't over or something like that the future is just beginning dot 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 leave everybody to speculate what that is for a year and then announce this avatar shit when it was when it looks better when it looks ready instead they rushed out this thing for what reason it's not they they said the first show with the avatar isn't until 2027 wow three more years three more years so why make an announcement of that at all well because they were televised weren't they so what well they were they were just looking to capitalize on that that captive audience that was watching that quote unquote that final show do you really think if kiss announced that they were doing something that they'd have a hard time getting the word out no but i i think that they're they're looking to capitalize on any publicity that they get and that they uh they already had the you know the medium out there av- um broadcasting their live performance so it's just like well let's use this and piggyback off of that with what's what's more to come yeah they should have just they should have left it a mystery till it was ready well they probably thought it looked good until they got criticized for it and then it was just like oh well maybe this wasn't as good as we thought it was yeah they're, they're backtracking <laughs> on holy it, shit well that's what i'm saying it, they everybody probably were just like yeah this is cool this is the greatest thing ever and then the fans saw it and they were just like what the fuck is this going <laughs> it's <laughs> like it's like these guys fucked me again <laughs> yeah no it, it's just they're backtracking hard and I, I don't know why they announced anything. They shouldn't no, have announced the, the it. Reception, the reception wasn't what they thought it would be. They thought everybody would be like overly ecstatic about it and excited about it. And when it didn't go over like that, it was just like, oh, well, maybe we kind of jumped the gun on this. Now, I know we were highly critical of it ahead of it, you know, before there was enough. Because I remember we, we announced it live here on the show. Like they they their last the final show was one night when we were on the air mm-hmm. and we we went to it kind of live and and raw and just went with it and i remember us both being like oh jesus what a joke you know was there nobody in their camp that told them hey this is not going to be received like um like it's the greatest thing ever or what or or more to the point you know they they keep bringing up the abba one was there not somebody watching it going, we need this to be more like the ABBA thing before we announce it? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. They just don't have anybody in their world to tell them, hey, this is a bad idea. You know, and it's like, it's it's stunning to me, the band that has accomplished as much as KISS has, that they don't have anybody to say, hey, pump the brakes a little bit here. This is really going to make the fucking organization look stupid. Well unless unless they actually have that mindset that well kiss fans will just eat up anything we serve them well and they they probably do have that mindset because kiss fans are notoriously stupid like that <laughs> but 
All right, so let's let's read a little of what Paul Stanley had to say. Uh, the four members of KISS played their final show as humans at Madison Square Garden in New York City on December 2nd and revealed they would be continuing as avatars to be deployed in ways yet to be revealed. Wow, can't wait for that. One thing that's interesting is people, I think, perhaps even understandably, got the wrong impression initially of the avatars, Paul told Ultimate Classic Rock. Because at the garden shows, we wanted to give people a glimpse of some of the things or one of the things that's to come. But the avatars are really in their infancy. They're far from where they'll end up in terms of the look and purpose. The purpose ultimately is not that we're being replaced by flying avatars. It's just another way of diversifying what KISS is. So that's pretty much what you said. Yep. But it's the part that kills me is it's in its infancy. It's like if they took their first demos of, of an album and just released it. Here you go. This is what's coming. Everybody would hate it. Yeah, everybody's everybody is now the impression that they have set for everybody is this thing is gonna fucking suck. <laughs> They're gonna try and charge fifty dollars a ticket to go see this thing and, and people are not gonna do it. They'll be skeptical. They're gonna be like, nah, let me see what it looks like first. You know, and, and let me see some reviews of it first. And if, if there's and God forbid if there's a negative review. If somebody comes out there and says, you know what? this shit isn't fit for your oculus goggles then they're dead they're gonna put all these all this money into this thing and it will be dead they dug themselves a huge hole with this all right he continued quite honestly many times in the last 50 years people have scratched their heads about what our plans were and nine out of ten times they've been successful and other people have followed so that's nothing really new so, of course, now KISS are the innovators of everything. Right, of course. The only thing KISS innovated was selling merch. I honestly believe that. Do you think yeah, they well, innovated they, anything else? Well, I don't think they innovated it, but they but they capitalized on marketing. Well, they taught everybody how to do it, too. Oh. Nobody <laughs> nobody did it like KISS, and now, right. now everybody does it like KISS. I'll, I'll give them the credit where credit's due. They literally taught the world how to sell T-shirts. They taught the world how to sell any kind of a tchotchke with their fucking name on it. And people will buy it. They're, they're, they were smart in that area. Let's see here. We are in a fortunate position and a unique position of being a band that can do things that other bands can't do, Stanley added. So to not explore and take advantage of many of them would be, I don't know, ridiculous and also really at this point mystifying. We've worked this hard to create four icons and a band that's iconic in so many different ways and to not diversify and maximize what we've created, we'd be crazy. So thoughts other than fucking, it's amazing oh. that his head fits in that wig. <laughs> well, again, he's just saying that with the kiss legacy and, and you know, the, the, uh, endless, opportunities for them to keep the legacy alive with various 
outlets, whether it's avatars or, you know, who knows what's, what's coming down the pike that they're, Mm -hmm. that they're willing to keep the, the kiss brand, the kiss, uh, um, legacy alive by, uh, converting it into the most, um, current technology instead of having an old school (laughs) avatars. Very good. Well, let's, let's, let's let's take a call real quick. All right, go ahead. Hail and kill caller. You're on the air. Is it me? It's you. Go ahead. Uh, What's up guys? I just finished a bag of Doritos. I actually didn't finish it because there wasn't much in it, but, um, (laughs) <laughs> I want to talk about Sammy Hagar, man. Well, well, we'll talk here. Call, call yeah. us. We're going to cover that. We're going to cover that later. So, so call back when we're talking about Sammy Hagar. No, no, you're going to cover. You're going to cover Wolfie. No, we're going to cover Sammy. I got some Sammy news too. But but check it out, man. I want to <laughs> cover Sammy as far as him writing that book, trashing Eddie, and then putting pictures of his birthday and shit. And then doing a fucking re, you know, commending his life tour, uh, best of both worlds, where he's playing a bunch of Montrose stuff, his own stuff, while, like, <laughs> you know, like, he, it's not, you know, I, you know what? What? God bless David Lee Roth, man, because you know what? David Lee Roth is right. Sammy Hagar was fucked up for, for right, for trashing him in that book. And, and and acting like he's doing this tour for Eddie Van Halen or fuck what while by the way uh, he, he he trashed him in the book he, and then David Lee Roth is saying hey man I want to fucking join the tour let's do this and then Sam Hagar is saying hold on a second I didn't want all that shit so I want to hear what you two guys have to say about that because guess what Sam Hagar is just as full of shit as Nikki Six is full of shit when he fucking calls in Eddie Trunk every time Eddie Trunk tries to fucking talk about Nick Mars. Go ahead, guys. Give it to me, bro. This is Quentin. God bless you. I love you guys. Bye. All right. We'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. We will talk about that because I do have opinions on that. Yeah, and I, I don't I, think I, I don't I don't think he's wrong. Yeah, well, we'll get into it in, in the next segment. Yeah. Talk about that's fine. it. Let's finish up the kiss stuff. Here. I just wish he would have had a full bag of Doritos so he could have been more relaxed. <laughs> Jeez. But yes, we, we have thoughts on all that stuff, so we will talk about that. <laughs> we'll get there, bro. Keep listening. All right. Smoke another bowl. I mean, eat some more Doritos. <laughs> well, he's angry for a pothead. That's for sure. Jesus. <laughs> all right. Where were we? We we're talking about the embracing technology to keep the keep the Kiss legacy and the the, the brand out there, and right, right, know, right, right. Being, being open to exploring anything down the pike that they're not just stuck in a one dimensional. Well, now that Kiss the humanoids are over, uh, that's the end of the road for the Kiss legacy. And he's like, no, we're we're open yeah. to embracing anything that technology will allow us to do. Yeah. Crazy Warlock in the Rumble Room makes a great point. Support the future. No one in the future generation is going to give a fuck about seeing avatars playing seeing of Kiss. I agree with that. I mean, 20-year-old kids don't give a fuck about Kiss. Well, 
they they would and they probably were up until the last show just because well, this is what my parents listened to you know because of the nostalgia thing mm-hmm. but as far as like well i'm into kiss because they're cool it's just like well i always heard about kiss and you know what what a big show they put on and if this is truly the last time we're going to see him, I, 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 I want to go see what my parents may have experienced, you know, yeah. and that's but they're not going to be, the, they're not going to be the ones going to pay $50 no, a ticket no, to see a fucking avatar it show because it doesn't mean anything to them. No, they'd much rather go see. I don't even know, you know, little Wayne or something. They don't want to see fucking kiss that. And, and it won't be, it won't be cool to them. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't mean yeah. anything to them. It, it's not a meaningful part of their, their life. Yeah. And and the other people that would go see this, they're all aging out. You're making them wait three more fucking years. Dude, half of them will be dead. I mean, what, what do you think the average age of a kiss fan is? Well, 60. Not, yeah. About my age. Yeah. I would say yeah. 60. Yeah. Because, uh, when, when I was in uh, grade school and kiss started becoming popular, you know, uh, quite a few of my friends were into kiss. My, my friend, Mark Kyle was really into kiss and, you know, several of my other friends. And that was in the, that was in the mid seventies, you know, right. so kiss had been kind of like in the, in the forefront for about two, maybe three years at that point. Yeah. And, and then of course the, the, the fear mongering about kiss was popular too, at that time mm-hmm. too, because of. You know, the Kings and satanic service. That's right. Knights and the Knights and satanic service or Satan's service or whatever other moniker they came up mm-hmm. with. And look at those two SS's. It's just like the Nazis. Yeah. I can remember being at, at a church thing and, um, we had a neighbor, our neighbor behind us, her name was Terry that, she was her and my mom were really good friends and and it was weird because my mom is such a rocker chick yeah. and terry and her husband roland were like super like the really crazy hardcore religious people right like wednesday saturday sunday churchies and roland played keyboards in the church band and every mm-hmm. i mean like they were real churchy right right so they would have they every time one of these things would come up where they would have the speaker come in and tell about why these records were bad right they would always ask my mom if she wanted to go and then my mom as her way to get out of going would send me she'd be like oh chris will go with you maybe he can learn something you know and and i you know i was i was like 12 13 whatever But I remember being at these things and listening to these, you know, a lot of this stuff was records that I, or tapes that I already had. Right. And it was like, you know, they're like, they're like, look at the evil on the hotel California album yeah, cover. That's and, Anton Neve up in the, up in the window, up in the top of the bell tower there. Yeah. And that's not a vine. That's his hair, which is clearly satanic. And it's right. like clearly satanic his hair, you know, it was just like, they, you know, and they, they did all the shit where they played the records backwards and they'd be like, see, he said, kill your mother and fuck her in the ass. That was what? That was that guy, Bob Larson, who made that popular. Yeah. He's the one who put out all those, those, 
instructional or mm-hmm. tapes about the evils of rock and roll and you know all the all the horrible things and all the messaging yeah. and everything you know mm-hmm. i just remember listening to it and i was like especially when they would play the records backwards yeah i really never heard it i did i i uh, you could it, you could make it out i i remember the one that stood out for me the most was uh they were playing what stairway to heaven backwards and there's a there's i think it's i think it's in the line and yes there are two paths you but you can go back but in the long run and i think backwards it was like and here's to my sweet satan or some shit like that <laughs> i don't know you're about you're you listened harder than me because I, I used to listen to it and they'd be like see even the quite honestly even the aussie thing the shoot 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 thing I never heard it. It just sounded like backwards bullshit. Is it similar? Yeah. And if you plant the words in somebody's head, then they plant them to it. But Right, right, right. Like if you just took somebody and just said, hey, what does this say? And they'd never heard the song before. They wouldn't be like, oh, my God, what is this horrible message? Sure. They'd be like, it says, whoop, whoop, whoop. You know, <laughs> that's what they would hit. That's what they'd hear. It was also silly. And, you know, and, and I, I, I'm very rare to applaud Motley Crue for anything because I really think they are just a shitty band. But I'll applaud them for doing the, you know, the backwards masking on their record on purpose. Right. You know, I I applaud that to just totally make fun of that shit at the time. Like, okay, if you want to, you want to give us publicity, here it is. God bless the children of the beast. Yeah. <laughs> Good for them. But yeah, Kiss was another one that they just, I think they just hated them because Kiss was, you know, somehow they, they dressed like clowns and they got popular. Right. And I think old people couldn't figure it out. They couldn't figure out why people liked it because it really wasn't that good musically. And it was, was, you know, four idiots looking like idiots. Yeah. I like that. Uh. I like that Adam Sandler movie, that little Nicky that made fun of that backwards masking. Okay. So your father's the devil. Gee, senor. You're a talking dog from hell. Yep. And you guys are who? Just a couple of big fans of Nicky and the work his dad does. Hey, by the way, Nicky, check this out. What's Ozzy trying to say there? John, absolutely nothing. The blizzard always came straight with his messages. But wrap your minds around this, gentlemen. Oh, no. (laughs) Chicago. I love this song. I command you in the name of Lucifer to spread the blood of the innocent. Oh my God! Chicago kicks ass. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> it's funny. Who would have ever guessed? <laughs> oh yeah, Chicago of all the bands. All right, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take exception with Metal Mike here. Yeah. Kiss has a ton of great songs and a ton of shit songs. Well, he's half right. Second half. <laughs> okay. What is this ton of great songs? Honestly. Between me, me and you, Neely, and I know you like Kiss a little better than me, but we're both kind of not on. Yeah, I mean they're okay. I, they're, I you know, I, I, I don't 
I don't think that I've ever put on a Kiss record, you know, intentionally. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I know a lot of the songs and obviously I'll play them mm -hmm. here if they're requested and things like that. But me personally, have I ever just put on a Kiss record just to listen to it? No, I've never done that. What is there in your mind, their greatest song? <sighs> burn, bitch, burn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put my log in your fireplace. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to tell you my favorite Kiss record. Okay. Is Revenge. Okay. I thought Revenge was a pretty solid disc. Right. You know, out of out of all the Kiss records, that's my personal favorite. Is it their greatest record? I don't know. That's subjective. But me personally, I if I was if I was going to listen to a Kiss record, I would listen to Revenge. I, I mean, I'm just trying to think what would be the great, and, and I'm with you in that. The the Kiss records that I listen to are all makeupless. My probably my favorite is probably either Asylum or Animalize, which I know just automatically spells out that I'm not a Kiss fan. You know, I I get that. You know, but I I listen to the old stuff like Dynasty or. Even Destroyer, which I know is good. And I'm not saying that these songs are bad, that none of those songs are, are good. They're good. You know, like Detroit Rock City is a good song. Uh, Strutter is a pretty good song. But I, I, ain't, I ain't lining them up next to Stairway to Heaven or War Pigs or Paranoid. or You know, if I was writing my top 100 songs of all time, there's not a Kiss song near it. Would there be for you, would there be one Kiss song that might make your top 100? Top 100. Wow, that's a lot of songs. But It's a lot of songs, but... Yeah, I, I don't know that Kiss would make uh, my list. It's not, I don't think it, they would. The Kiss either. would not be on my list. All right, Daryl. <laughs> I knew you would get that. Of course, I get it. <laughs> You forget I'm the faggot here that doesn't have a metal card. I know my Hall of Notes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I'm just. I'm really trying to think of. I what would be my favorite Kiss <laughs> song? I don't even know. You know, um, maybe. Um, what's that? What's the first song on on Asylum? Or not asylum, animalize. I've had enough out on the road into the fire. Nothing and no one is stopping me now. <laughs> I like that song. Is that the Paul Stanley part? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I like that tune a lot. Um, I've had enough. Yeah, I've had enough. That's enough. Give me a little bit of that. That bark at the moon. <laughs> bark at the 
they are. Yeah, I mean that that's a cool song. I, I think I like it because it's like the one time that Kiss was a metal band. You know, they're always advertised as sort of a metal band, but but that's the only album where they were metal. Right. All the other albums are just rock records, which are not bad. And, and again, I know I'm going to take just a ton of shit all week as people hear this <laughs> in the podcast. You're I'm so not saying, wrong, Chris. You're yeah, just so wrong. Yeah, you don't get it. You don't get a Kiss are the greatest band of all time. You know, it's, I, I'm not saying they suck. I'm just saying for me, there's just, they were so generic other than the look. The look wasn't generic. They had a cool image, I guess, but I don't know. Just all the songs just sound kind of I'll take ACDC over them any day of the week. And all their songs sound exactly the fucking same. Who would you take? Would you take ACDC or Kiss? ACDC for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, because the only, the, the one line that, will keep me a fan of ACDC forever. Let me cut your cake with my knife. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's go to lesser bands. Let's try Lynch Mob or Kiss. Oh, Lynch Mob. You would take Lynch Mob? See, I would probably... That's pretty close to me. I mean, they only have, you know, two two real good records, three records at the most. Right. So I'd take lynch mob over kiss i think they're they're pretty i would probably take kiss but it would be very close and and i'll be honest i probably listen to more lynch mob than i do kiss it's what you you know how your your algorithm on spotify or youtube music or whatever you use adjusts to what you listen to yeah it does i mean it makes it it like if you were to put like a random mix Mm-hmm. It, it keeps track of what you listen to and it'll make and makes a mix uh, out of all the stuff that you listen to them more often right i don't think that i've ever heard a kiss song come up on it <laughs> i i really don't think that i that i have i just don't and i don't and again i i, I know i'm beating the dead horse here but i don't hate them i just think that every kiss record kind of sounds the same it's like people that argue it now they're they're like well you know monster wasn't nearly as good as psycho circus i'm like they're the same fucking record they don't sound any different to me between modern day delilah and i raise my glass to rock and roll and tears are falling they all sound like the same shit to me you know, I, but again, I'm not a huge fan. And that's probably why. That's probably why I'm going to get murdered all week for <laughs> daring to say this. Oh, whatever. I mean, I don't know. Good luck with the avatars. That's all I got to say. If 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 people want to see it, then go see it. Yeah. yeah In 2027. Yeah, you got three years to wait. <laughs> yeah, you could, you could save up your money. Yeah, I did want to say, because Jackal said that he thought it was in 2025. No, it says right here, last month, KISS revealed that fans will apparently have to wait more than three years to see the band's first Avatar performance. On December 22nd, KISS released a short video announcing that a show featuring the KISS avatars is coming in 2027. 
The band captioned the clip, 50 years is a long time, and what the future holds is in the making. So will you be waiting on pins and needles for that? Well, if it's if it ac- actually ends up being good, you know, if it gets like some high reviews or, you know, once the dust settles and it shakes out, I, I would not be opposed to go see it. For how much? I don't know. <clears throat> 50? 50 bucks. Would you if, spend 50? If, if, if it's good. You know, if, if it, if the It'll high, be good. It's well, going to be good. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's just. How much, how much are people, you, I think you brought this up the other week. I think you said your mom did this, but what are people paying to go to a show in that sphere and lost wages? Oh, it's, it's, it's like $175 a ticket or something. All right, yeah. So there you are. So people are, will spend, you know, upwards of $200 to see mm-hmm. a show of some kind. Yeah. Would I spend that kind of money to see a Kiss Avatar show, regardless of how good it is? Probably not. I wouldn't have spent that much money to see the Kiss final show. The actual guys, I wouldn't have paid that much. Well, because you've seen them before, and when they were in better, better form. Yeah, when they were, when they were good. When they didn't sound like what we played earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Fifty even seems high for me to see a fucking cartoon. It's like I said, would you say, would you pay 50 bucks to see an Archer movie? Well, no, if it's just a movie, no, I wouldn't well, go. What see is this? It. It's a movie. The avatars aren't a movie. Sure. It is. Oh, no, it's not. It's a movie of a concert. No, that somebody drew. No. Avatars, yes, it is. Av- avatars are like, they, they look like they're real people on a stage. It, it's a 3d movie. It's a <laughs> it's- cartoon. Not a cartoon movie. It's, it's a cartoon. First of all, it's Kiss. They're not going to look like real people. They're going to look like four clowns. Well, they're going to look like the members of Kiss. Yeah, but they're not. They're drawn. They're not. They're not real people. They're drawings. Oh, so is the Abba show a, a, a cartoon movie? To me, it is. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Was the Dio show a cartoon movie? Absolutely, it was. Okay. If you need a screen to present it, it's not fucking real people. No, it's not real people, but it but it makes it look like they're real people. There, it's got that three D effect. All right, little Mike is saying avatars are not holograms. Yeah, they are, aren't they? I thought that they were. I think they are. Metal Mike, what's the difference? What is the difference? I, 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 I was always under the impression, but I could be wrong. Yeah. I, I'm under that impression too, that it's, that it's just the same as like Tupac or whatever. It's just a light, a light show with a stage. It might be okay. I just can't see spending a bunch of money for a fucking projector. Right. Is there any, um, is there any video out there of the ABBA show at all? Let me look. Let's stay in this browser. ABBA ILM show. All right. Official first look. Tri- oh, here we go. SOS. So 
does that look like a, a, a movie to you? But it is. Well, it's a projection, but it's not like a, a movie on a flat screen. No, I mean, it's it's 3D. I get it. It's it's modern technology. Yeah, but, but I mean, if, if you... If you weren't aware of the technology and you saw that without knowing there was a technology that do that, would you be fooled into believing that was a real thing? Maybe. Maybe I would. I don't know. I I don't know. I just, and again, we talked about this in the first segment. I'm turning into the old guy in the room. <laughs> I, 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 I sound like Eddie trunk with the fucking beating on the live music thing, but I just don't want to see something that's put on by flipping a switch. But you saw the, the real thing. That's the difference. Yeah. That's the difference. You saw the real thing. Mm. This is for people who probably haven't seen the real yeah. thing, but are curious. You know where I would be interested to see this? on some oculus glasses and i'm sure that's probably coming but that would make it worthwhile if you could put on some headphones to get the full sound yeah and you had the oculus glasses so it's like three-dimensional and you you're almost like you're in the room then i might be willing to do this to rent this for 25 bucks for a play or whatever without leaving your home yes <laughs> But I sure so. But, but think about it, dude. If if they do this, if Kiss does this right, yes. Here in Cleveland, they're going to do it at the Rocket Mortgage Field House. Okay, that's where they're going to have to do it. Okay, so that's twenty thousand people. So in order to go to do this, you're legitimately going to spend a hundred dollars a ticket. That's what yeah, this is going to cost. I mean, cost. I mean, if it's if it's if it's that size of a production, yeah, yeah. So at a minimum, a hundred a ticket, probably more, but we'll say a hundred for now. So a hundred there, forty to park, fucking dinner, another two hundred, thousand dollars to see a fucking DVD. No, <laughs> see a DVD. <laughs> it's a DVD, dude. If you can take this and give me the exact presentation at home, it's a DVD. Hmm. You can literally take this product that you're going to go out and see and throw it on an Oculus for nothing more than the cost and a download time and have probably a better experience at home. I don't see the value in it to going to it. Well, it becomes an event, you know, and that's, that's the whole thing. It's not the, it's not the end product and the end product only it's, it's the whole experience or the event. No All different right. than going to a sports game or something like that. You know, it's just, you're out and about with a bunch of other fans, you know, yeah. at an event, I guess. I mean, do you get excited? I don't know. I mean, for you and I, we've been there and done that. Yeah, I mean, so it's not, it's not going to be that thrilling because you and I have probably seen some of the greatest bands of all. I mean, you, you got to see Zeppelin. Yeah. I, I did not get to see Zeppelin. So would you be excited to see Zeppelin like this? Depends on how good on how well it's done. Now if they I did, did if see, they brought I 1972 Zeppelin and it's done like this ABBA. Yeah, I would go. 
would you pay $150 to see it? I, if it's, if it, if it's good, you know, believable, mm -hmm. probably. Yeah, I would. All right. But, but you know, again, it just depends on how good it is. I'm not going to, I wouldn't go for a second rate thing. I mean, I, I did yeah. see the page and plant tour a couple of times. Sure. Me too. You know, so I saw that mm -hmm. and, and I, I've seen Robert plant solo three times. Sure. You know, and you know, he played Zeppelin songs and obviously the page and plant show, they played Zeppelin songs. And, and then of course the, you know, the, the celebration day performance at the O2 arena that they did hard to believe it back in 2007. It's only, right. it's only been what, 15 years. Yeah, it has been, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while, but, uh, but if, if it's, if it were done well, if they brought the Zeppelin experience in an avatar or this hologram, whichever one is, which whatever, whatever they're doing with the Zaba thing. Mm -hmm. and, and it and it was done very well. I yeah, I would definitely go see it. So I'm only going to let you go to one show. Yes, Led Zeppelin cartoon or Jason Bonham experience. Both of them are the same cost. Let's say they're both a hundred dollars, which is oh. probably accurate. but I won't ever get to see the Led Zeppelin thing. Yeah, no, it just, you can only go to one. Let's just okay. say this year and you don't know what next year is going to be. Okay. So if, if, if on Thursday night is the Led Zeppelin cartoon and Friday is the Jason Bonham experience, which one would you go see for the same money? That's a good question. I, I'm I'm going to go with the uh, the Zeppelin experience. Which one, the Bonham one or the or no, the, the or the, the cartoon? The, the the cartoon, as you call it. All right. See, I'm going to Jason Bonham all day long, <laughs> all day long because I I don't care. I don't need to see pretend Robert Plant and pretend Jimmy. P I mean, dude, are you going to cheer? Are you going to cheer? when pretend Robert Plant comes up to the front of the stage and goes, good evening, Cleveland. And I'm going to go, woo! Are you going to do that? You're no, going to cheer for a cartoon? I've never done that at a real concert, let alone, you know, for a, for a cartoon, as you know. Okay. I mean, th th this, is, this is where it gets weird. Which, would you go see a really good Kiss tribute or would you go see pretend kiss here? What well, it depends on how well it's done. I mean, if it if it's if it's an overwhelming experience that gets like high ratings and it's like a a show that well, let me let me give an example here. Okay. What a show that in my opinion in the times that I've seen it that just overwhelms the senses as far as like a, a performance is concerned mm -hmm. is TSO. Sure. Mm -hmm. TSO is like, it's just like, uh, it bombards the senses with 
the the stage show, the lights, the the lasers, the obviously the performers, the you know sure. everything that, that is just like a a all encapsulating experience. Mm-hmm. If this avatar slash hologram show provides that that same big uh, encapsulating experience, I I would check that out for sure. Would okay, so let's let's, let's roll with your let's roll with your example though. But if it's lackluster and it's like, oh well, it's cool, but it's not that great, probably not. Let's say that TSO puts together an avatar show like this. But they but they're also touring live with the real guys. No, I'd see the live one. I would see the live one. But what if, let's say, one of the key members wasn't there? Well, who's like Chris Caffery wasn't there. Yeah, but would you know Chris Caffery isn't there because they have such a rotating uh, crew, you know, for that for that show? Yeah, I, see, I just can't. I think I would pick the live version. And and again, I hate sounding like Eddie Trunk here, but <laughs> I would I would fucking. Um do the live one every time every time and i'm not going to me it's like going to the movies to see the metallica tour i could have just done that but instead i drove to fucking detroit right right of course and believe me that wasn't safe or fun (laughs) that wasn't safe or fun it wasn't i hated fucking going to detroit for that shit but and I could have gone right down the street to fucking Strongsville and seen it at the movie theater. Right, right, right. You know, but I didn't. I went and saw the live. I went and saw the real thing. Yeah. Well, again, I I disagree with you that this is just a cartoon movie. Can you take it home at the end? Maybe. And if you can, is it any different than what you just witnessed? No. So it's certainly not a concert per se. Well, again, it, it's a, it's an experience. It's yeah, not, it's an experience, uh, you know, and that, and that's what people are paying for. They're paying for an entertainment experience. Yeah. People pay for a jerk booth too. <laughs> and it's an experience <laughs> going into the nudie boots. That's right. <laughs> so funny. All right. Enough of this kiss shit. There's, we could talk about the kiss the gene tour but does anybody give a fuck not really no gene's going on tour he's putting together a band there we talked about it (laughs) how's that good enough all right well let's uh let's unless you had something else we'll we'll wrap this up and uh since uh since we're talking kiss why why don't you give me a kiss tune all right um that's tolerable for you that's tolerable for me um how about if we go with um um what is that song called um um fuck just go with um, i just wanna i just wanna the live version from kiss alive three. Oh, okay because paul says fuck in that one does he yes he does all right all right i got her queued up so well we're gonna Take a break, play a few tunes. If you want to get a request in, request at theclassicmetalshow.com. So here it is. It's a kiss from the Kiss Alive 3 with I Just Wanna. Uh. 
exclusively here on your classic metal show. The most exciting and most talked about show today is Chris Aiken Presents. If you like great interviews, real road stories, and more, then Chris Aiken, Eric Farantinos, and their cast of characters have the show that you need to watch. Catch the show live on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern at ChrisAiken.net, CMS TV, Wowza TV, Rumble, and X. There's always lunacy happening on Chris Aiken Presents.